You're listening to Business English Pod, the Business English podcast for professionals on the move. Hello, and welcome back to Business English Pod. My name's Edwin, and I'll be your host for today's lesson on debriefing a project with your team. Before we get started, a quick reminder that this lesson, along with hundreds of others, is available as a free download from the BEP website. Premium members can also access a PDF transcript and online quizzes for every lesson. If you'd like to take a free trial to preview some of these extra resources, just head over to www.businessenglishpod.com. Project management can be a messy business. You can plan, but you can't really predict all the challenges and obstacles that will come up. So on every project, and especially in agile project management, you have to learn and adapt as you go along. And at the end, it's a good idea to discuss what you've learned in a project debrief meeting. If you're following an agile approach, you might also hold sprint retrospectives, which are like mini debriefs at the end of each sprint. Whether it's a project debrief or one of these sprint retrospectives, you'll cover similar topics. A project debrief meeting might start out with a review of the project goals. You want to look back and see what you set out to do in the first place. Then you can talk about successes during the project. What did you do well? What would you do again? From there, you can move on to discuss mistakes and what you'd like to change in the future. And finally, you'll want to summarize everything that you've learned. The whole idea, of course, is that you'll be able to do things better next time. In today's dialogue, we'll hear a project manager named Martin, who's running a debrief meeting at the end of a software development project. We'll also hear Jill and Samita, two of the engineers who worked on the project. Together, the group is discussing the work they've done and what they've learned. As you listen to the dialogue, try to answer the following questions. 1. After discussing the project goals, what does Martin ask about? 2. The discussion of mistakes leads Martin to ask a related question about what topic? 3. What does Martin do at the end of the meeting? Okay, let's get to it. Let's start with objectives, as in overall goals, and did we meet them? This means scope, budget, and timeline. Mind if I start us off here on the budget front? No, go for it. Well, for starters, I'd say we hit the mark on the budget. The revised budget, that is. We had a little scope change in the middle of things. You know, that whole business with the load tendering tools, which resulted in a slight increase in the final. Okay, good stuff, folks. Let's stay focused on the positive side and talk about successes. What did we do right? Sumita, I think you've got something here, right? Yeah, I was just thinking about testing. I think we had some good wins there. There was a bit of confusion about how the whole thing works. I mean, the test, design, test kind of thing. But once past that, 
I think we did a bang-up job. Right. I was a bit worried going in, dealing with all the drivers and stuff. But I think some of the new things we tried, like more one-on-one -on -one time, worked well. Yeah. Fewer iterations in the end. And that helped on the timeline side of things, especially considering how we had to make up time, as you mentioned before. Okay. So, we've identified a few things we could have done better. I've got one more before we move on. You alluded to it, Samita. Clarifying third-party responsibilities. Yes, that's an important one, from my end. Right. It was like pulling teeth getting the right info from those TMS guys. That's on me. Should have accounted for that better. And that leads me to our next question... What are we going to do differently next time? Couple of ideas here. For one, I think we need more time with the client before we start. Like I said before, they seemed rushed, and we should have slowed it down a bit and done more research. Okay then. Thanks everyone. Those are all really great ideas. Now, if we can just recap here... Biggest takeaways, most important lessons learned. Number one, take more time defining the scope to avoid creep or changes that mess with the timeline. Number two, be super clear right from the get-go exactly what is needed from third parties. Number three, we need to find ways to avoid changes to the team partway through. Now let's go through the dialogue again and look at the language and techniques Martin used as he led the project debrief. Okay, let's get to it. Let's start with objectives, as in overall goals, and did we meet them? This means scope, budget, and timeline. Every project starts out with goals, and at the start of a project debrief, it's important to look back at those goals and ask whether you met them. More specifically, Martin wants to know about the three big aspects of project management, scope, budget, and time. What are some other ways we can review initial project goals? Let's practice a few more examples. All right, my first question is whether we accomplished everything we planned. Let's start by having a look at the initial project plan. We need to look at the objectives of the project and ask ourselves, did we meet them? Okay, so let's figure out if we reached all the goals we set out to achieve. Let's hear how the team responds to the question about initial project goals. Mind if I start us off here on the budget front? No, go for it. Well, for starters, I'd say we hit the mark on the budget. The revised budget, that is. We had a little scope change in the middle of things. You know, that whole business with the load tendering tools, which resulted in a slight increase in the final... As you can hear, Jill is talking about hitting the mark on the budget which means reaching a goal or a target. 
That's exactly what Martin wanted people to focus on in the beginning. Once you've talked about the initial goals, what comes next? Let's jump ahead in the conversation and see what Martin asks about. Okay, good stuff, folks. Let's stay focused on the positive side and talk about successes. What did we do right? Sumita, I think you've got something here, right? Martin wants to ask about successes or what they did well in the project. It's good to keep things positive at the start like this. A focus on strengths and successes can help create a positive mood. Also, notice that Martin asks one person in particular to start this part of the conversation. If you know that someone has something to say on a topic, it can help move the meeting along if you ask that person to speak first. Let's try some more examples of asking about successes during a project debrief. So, is there anything that worked really well here? Let's talk about what we did right on this project. All right. I'd like to ask about project successes. Now, was there anything you think went particularly well? So what successes did Samita have in mind? Yeah, I was just thinking about testing. I think we had some good wins there. There was a bit of confusion about how the whole thing works. I mean the test, design, test kind of thing. But once past that, I think we did a bang-up job. Right. I was a bit worried going in, dealing with all the drivers and stuff. But I think some of the new things we tried, like more one-on-one -on -one time, worked well. Yeah. Fewer iterations in the end. And that helped on the timeline side of things, especially considering how we had to make up time, as you mentioned before. The team is really trying to identify things they did well. As Sumita says, they did a bang-up or excellent job on testing. Notice that they talk very specifically about what worked well, and they discuss the impact of these successes, including fewer iterations or project sprints. It's good to keep a team focused on specifics and impacts like this. After successes, then you can go on to talk about challenges or mistakes. Let's listen. Okay, so we've identified a few things we could have done better. I've got one more before we move on. You alluded to it, Samita, clarifying third-party responsibilities. In this case, we can see Martin adding to the discussion about mistakes. As the facilitator or leader, it's good to let everyone have a chance to give their ideas before you do. Martin talks about things we could have done better. This is a positive way to discuss mistakes. You can also talk about room for improvement, which doesn't sound as harsh as mistake. Let's run through more ways of talking about mistakes or things that could be improved. Okay, now what about things that we could have done better? There are certainly some things we can improve on. Anyone have anything? 
So let's go through and discuss some of the problems or mistakes on our end. Now let's run through some of the challenges we faced on this project. After a bit more explanation of the issue of clarifying third-party responsibilities or the duties of other companies associated with the project, we can hear Martin move on to another question. Yes, that's an important one, from my end. Right. It was like pulling teeth getting the right info from those TMS guys. That's on me. Should have accounted for that better. And that leads me to our next question. What are we going to do differently next time? Notice that Martin takes ownership of the mistake he mentioned, saying, that's on me. This is a better approach than having a meeting where everyone just points fingers at each other for problems. The issue of mistakes leads directly to Martin's next question, which is about future changes. More precisely, he wants to know what they'll do differently next time. What are some other ways to talk about future changes? Let's practice a few more examples. All right then, considering those problems, what do we need to do differently? What changes would you like to see for next time? How are we going to avoid some of these problems on our next project? Let's figure out some ways to deal with these things in the future. Jill is happy to share some ideas for future changes. Couple of ideas here. For one, I think we need more time with the client before we start. Like I said before, they seemed rushed and we should have slowed it down a bit and done more research. Now, let's jump ahead to the end of the meeting. How does Martin attempt to wrap things up? Okay then. Thanks everyone. Those are all really great ideas. Now, if we can just recap here, biggest takeaways, most important lessons learned. Number one, take more time defining the scope to avoid creep or changes that mess with the timeline. Martin wants to recap or summarize what they've learned. He mentions takeaways, which are the most important ideas you bring out of a meeting or experience. It's a good idea to have some organization to your summary. If you can bring everything down to just a few main ideas, it will help people remember. And when you talk about these key ideas, you can number them to help people keep things organized in their own minds. Let's try more examples of summarizing lessons learned during a project debrief. Well, it sounds like we've got three big lessons here. Before you go, let's recap. First, we need to learn to budget better. Just to wrap it up here, I think there are two key ideas we can take away. Okay, so here's what we've learned. Number one, good communication is key. To finish up, Let's listen to the rest of Martin's summary. Number two, be super clear right from the get-go 
exactly what is needed from third parties. Number three, we need to find ways to avoid changes to the team partway through. As we can hear, Martin is being very clear and direct about the lessons they've learned. And that's a great way to end a debrief, which has featured questions about both the good and the bad and how to improve. And with the project debrief complete, this marks the end of our series on project management. We've covered many of the different aspects of projects, including kickoff meetings with a client, meetings to talk about progress, negotiating solutions to problems, and handing over the final product. Now let's practice some of the language we learned in today's lesson. Imagine you work as a project manager for a software company. Your team has finished a big project, and you're all meeting to debrief. You are leading the meeting and asking people to share their opinions on key questions. I'll give you a suggestion for what you can say for each stage of the debrief. We'll guide you through each step in the practice and provide an example answer for each response. Ready? Let's give it a go. Start by saying that you'd like to talk about whether the team met the project goals. Answer. I'd like to start by looking at whether we met our project goals. After the team reviews the project goals, ask them to discuss the project's successes. Answer. Now, let's discuss what you see as the project's successes. Next, Ask whether anyone wants to talk about something that can be improved. Answer. All right. So does anyone want to talk about something we could improve? Now, ask how the group can avoid these problems in the future. Answer. Thanks, everyone. So how are we going to avoid these problems in the future? Finally, tell the group that you'd like to summarize two key ideas from the debrief. Answer. Okay, now I'd just like to summarize two key ideas from the debrief. Now let's practice some of the vocabulary we've covered in this lesson. In a moment, you'll hear a series of sentences with the word replaced with a beep. Repeat each sentence, including the missing word. For example, if you hear, Good to see that we hit the on our sales targets. You can say, Good to see that we hit the mark on our sales targets. After each response, we'll provide the correct answer. Let's begin. With all these delays, we're going to have to make up a lot of... Answer. 
With all these delays, we're going to have to make up a lot of time. Thanks for listening. Now I'd just like to... The main ideas here. Answer. Thanks for listening. Now I'd just like to recap the main ideas here. I'm afraid the whole project was disorganized right from the get. Answer. I'm afraid the whole project was disorganized right from the get-go. I must say, you did a really bang up on the new store display. Answer. I must say, you did a really bang up job on the new store display. We've reached the end of this lesson, the tenth and final one in our series on project management. We've learned how to ask about initial project goals and both successes and mistakes. We've also looked at asking about future changes and summarizing lessons learned. For more practice, premium members can access the online quizzes and study notes for this and other lessons on the BEP website. Not a member yet? Then head over to www.businessenglishpod.com and sign up for a free trial to preview some of the extra resources available to members. Thanks for listening, and see you again soon.